fighting, hatred, fear. Had enough of the noise? Health Radio, and thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Henry Ely, and each show, as you know, we begin with gratitude. Today, folks, I got to tell you, I am grateful for God. I am grateful for all the good people who champion God's love. Just had a wonderful experience down at the Church of Glad Tidings with uh, Pastor Dave and uh, his lovely wife, Cheryl, and all of the good people. Uh, down there that we uh, love so much, Paul and Tara and Rachel and Ashley and Alan and Brian and all of these great people that work so diligently to promote God's love, you know, and not in a pushy way. That's what I love about the Church of Glad Tidings. It's just good people doing good things. It's just good people doing what's right. And that they all happen to love God is just the bonus, right? You know, it's just, that's the, <laughs> it's the secret sauce, I suppose. But it was such a beautiful uh, event last weekend. We're going to have it up for you to, to check it out. Uh, if you haven't already seen it, you'll be able to watch the replay of it. Uh, we'll have it up sometime, um, uh, sometime this coming week, uh, all the videos and everything. You know, it's, it's really, really cool about it is um, we had Dr. David Martin there. Uh, Dr. Zelenko was um, unfortunately able, unable to attend, but he did jump on a Zoom uh, with us, which was really sweet of him, uh, understanding all the health challenges that he's going through. And of course, we send our love uh, to him and, um, and pray that God you know, bless him with, with health uh, and bless him with recovery uh, because he's just been such a great um, patriot in this entire movement, you know? Um, we had uh, Tom Renz join us, uh, the great Kevin Jenkins, uh, Carrie Madej crushed it. Oh, my God. She does such a good job. Um, every time I listen to her talk, I'm just so inspired. We had great uh, folks on there, Nicola Burnett, um, John Hewlett uh, with Cardio Miracle did a fantastic job. Um, Kim Martin, David's uh, lovely wife crushed it in her presentation. Uh, there was just so much. Oh, Nicole Searteck from American Frontline Nurses. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, folks, uh, Nikki uh, Florio, Be Heroic. Wow, wow, wow. Just, it's so comforting to know that there are so many people that really care, you know, out there. And I think we showed that at the event. Um, the, the vibe was beautiful. So check out a replay if you haven't already um, seen it. Uh, we will make that available for you. I'll talk a little bit more about it in the future, but that's why I'm grateful for God. See, I, I, I've been on a search to find this uh, universal healing concept, this, this universal approach to what's going on at the cell level so that it doesn't matter what the disease process is, the universal healing process will 
help the cell do what it does best, right? Like we spend all this time chasing disease instead of just saying, well, if we tend to this universal concept for the cell and we give the cell everything it needs and we support this process, the cell's got to heal itself anyway. It doesn't matter what the name of the disease is. If we give the cell everything we need, it will heal itself. Like this is where I've been on a pursuit of this. And you can't go on a pursuit like this unless you uh, without encountering God. You just can't. Because the more you get into genetics and epigenetics, the more you get into um, cell signaling and, and um, cell receptors, the more you get into energy production and mitochondria and the optimal cellular environment, the more you, you do that. And fortunately, I, I got to tell you, folks, I am blessed. I can call on the most brilliant people in the world to help me answer some of the questions I have. And so I can shape and put things into a nutritional paradigm and a teaching paradigm that we're going to be sharing with the world very soon. Um, because we feel like we've, we've figured some things out, you know, and, and we are seeing it play out clinically and we're really excited about that. Uh, and, you know, I think what's so important for us is that we share information with each other from the heart for the betterment of all. So I'm going to be sharing what I've learned, and I hope that it sparks some great in, um, insights from other people as well. But I'm excited. I'm so excited about what's going on um, in the world. So uh, I want to remind everybody on today's show, we're going to be talking about IV vitamin C. That's a major therapy. It's a major primary therapy in all of this. And uh, in, in having it as a primary therapy, it means it can be very effective, but it also needs to be very respected. And that's what we've seen. You know, there's a lot of good natured healthcare providers who haven't had any training really in the safe administration of higher dose IV vitamin C. So I'm going to be sharing a little bit of that today. So you as a consumer or you as a practitioner, for those of you out there that are practicing, um, can can take in some some thoughts, some thoughts that we've seen be very effective in clinical practice, um, so that you can know. Okay, hey, let me let me, let's work on this together. You know, I, I love that we have a lot of docs out there who are saying, hey, I want to learn how to do this therapy, and and I don't have really time to wait to go and take a class. I need to get in there. Let's get everybody started in in a good way. You know, we want to make sure that this therapy isn't taken away from us. <laughs> number one, by the FDA, who I'm sure would love to take this away from us. We want to make sure we're doing things the right way. You know what I mean? Like that's really what it comes down to. Let's do things the right way. And there's nothing more right, in my opinion, than sharing information from the heart for the betterment of all. So we'll be covering that in the in the segments after the break. But I want to take you on on something that I've been sharing with some of my students over the last uh, week. And that's this idea that the greatest energy always prevails. So is ignorance greater than intelligence? No, that's why intelligence always ultimately prevails. Ignorance will take over for a while. And we saw that in 2020 and 2021. We still see it, in my opinion, when you see people driving by themselves with a mask on. I mean, they've unfortunately been indoctrinated by ignorance. And that's uh, it's sad to see, right? Um, is fear greater than hope? No, because fear might be for a short period of time, but it never can withstand this spirit that we all have, this, this want to hope for something better in the future. So hope you know, becomes this greatest energy. And 
is hate greater than love? No, it never has been. Love is undefeated. So love has always been the energy that prevails. The greatest energy always prevails. So ignorance, fear, hate, they may have their day for a little bit, especially with the assistance of propaganda and especially with the assistance of, of high dollars, you know, like we've seen over the last couple of years. But the truth ultimately always comes out. And that's what we've been seeing now. These, these are genetic modification shots, right? Lund University has confirmed this in their study that these do reverse transcribe and upload into the DNA virtually all the time, virtually every single time. So when we see studies like that, it lets us know that we have a major challenge on our hands and we have to rise to the occasion of this challenge. And that major challenge is that humans have now become genetically modified. That's right. The same humans that didn't want to stand for Monsanto and genetic modified uh, foods are now genetic, many of them genetically modified themselves. And so the question becomes, can we undo that modification? And I believe we can. And that's what my team, and there are some other teams around the country, around the world working on this, but that's something my team is working on too, is can we undo the genetic modification? And I believe we can, because I believe that I've found where God exists within every single cell in your body. That's right. God lives within you and God heals. I don't heal. A healer is someone, and I am a healer. A healer is someone that helps others and inspires healing in others, creates the environment for healing in others, while also realizing that the only person they can ever really heal is themselves. So I've healed one person in my life, me, but I've helped thousands, you know, and that's being modest, of course. I think I could say a bigger number than that, but why? It's not about ego. It's about, have you helped? Yeah, I've helped. So what I'm saying to you folks is that the greatest energy always prevails. What's that greatest energy going to be for us? It's going to be intelligence, hope, and love or what I've, you've maybe heard me say, love, logic, and light. It's going to be those things, you know, light being hope and logic being intelligence. It's going to be those things, love, logic, light, because that's who we are at our core. But if our core is being genetically modified, well, now we have a new obstacle, a new challenge. And that's where we spoke of last week. Belief is the most important nutrient above them all. We have to believe that we're going to overcome this. We have to believe that we're going to preserve freedom for all. We're going to have to, we have to believe that there is a sacredness and that the ownership of your body is yours. No one else's. The ownership of your body is something that you have a right to say no to any genetic modification. No, I'm not going to be genetically modified at any point in my life. It will not happen. Right? Because that is my expression of the greatest energy. And it doesn't matter if I have 8 billion people telling me I have to modify my genome. I will not. There is no scenario where that's going to happen. And now, once I have that resolved, there is no energy that can be impressed upon me that is going to make me to change my mind, right? I'm going to fight to put the liars in jail. I'm going to fight to help fix this problem and see if we can undo this evil damage that has been done. And I'm so grateful that I'm not alone. 
I'm so grateful that there's so many people out there that have God's love in their heart that are working on this. And I don't care. This isn't about religion. I want you to understand that I'm not a religious person, but I do love God. And I have an issue with anybody who wants to make the invocation of God's name in any form or God's love an ugly experience. You know what I'm saying? Like people who want to say God is now a bad word. Don't say that somebody might be offended. Well, you know what? You're just going to have to be offended. That's a choice you're making because it's offensive to me for you to say to me that I have to be conscious and concerned about your hangup and your broken relationship with your higher power. See, that's what I do. I help connect people back to God. I just happen to do it through nutrition and teaching and education. I help connect people back to their source energy. That's what all healers do. So no, I won't be fearful of invoking God's name. And if it's offensive in your presence, then you're probably going to have to leave my presence. You dig what I'm saying? So with that being said, folks, let's get into some of these gifts that God has left for us. One of them being vitamin C and the brilliant minds who've learned how to turn it into something that can go directly and safely into the bloodstream um, and be immensely useful. We're going to talk about some of the great uses for IV vitamin C. Um, and why it's such an essential part of every major healing process, or at least it should be, okay? <laughs> or maybe best said, it can be. So folks, oh my goodness, so many good things to talk about today. Stay with us, uh, stay tuned right after the break. We'll get into it. Oh, so much that I can't wait to share with you. And I think you're going to really enjoy today's episode. The Energetic uh, health system. <laughs> what am I saying? I'm, 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 I'm babbling. I'm so excited to talk about vitamin C. Let me, let me say this. I can, I can read. Dr. H, can you read? I can read. <laughs> Energetic Health Radio is sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. Sickness is slavery, but health is freedom. Are you ready to take control of your health and rediscover how good true freedom feels? At EHI, our next amazing cell cleansing and fasting course, it just started, but you can still register to join us up until May 27th. Come on in. All right. We haven't started cleansing yet. The first week is just getting everybody's feet wet. Learn which nutrients your cells need to produce energy. Learn how much of the nutrients your cells need to detoxify the cells. Learn how to use bentonite clay and fiber to optimize your digestion and learn how to fast how your body is designed to heal, and how we can prove it to you. Learn what every doctor should know. Learn from people who really care and love what you'll learn for a lifetime. Go to energetichealthinstitute.org and bring the joy of energetic health into your life. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. Click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. 
Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep can be infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's digital age makes it even harder. You're not alone with this struggle. Poor sleep affects over 70% of Americans. Even the Centers for Disease Control label insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. To take back your sleep, Healthy Cell has created REM Sleep, the only sleep supplement made to support all four stages of human sleep with calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support delivered in a patent-pending, pill-free, ultra-absorption microgel formula that tastes great. Fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply, and wake up refreshed with Healthy Cell's REM Sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Well, you know, one of the things that's really exciting about vitamin C as a, as a nutrient is that it is water soluble. And as water soluble, and there's really two major vitamins that are water soluble, we get the B complex. So B1 really through B12, and we get vitamin C. The thing that's important to understand about a water soluble vitamin is that water soluble vitamins have to be replenished every day because they're water soluble, the body doesn't really store them uh, very well. You'll get a little bit of methyl, excuse, I shouldn't say methylcobalamin, but vitamin B12. You'll get a little bit of v vitamin B12 storage. You can store a little bit of folate, um, but you don't your body just doesn't keep them very much because the body uses them so readily and so quickly. Uh, so because they're water soluble, when you hear water soluble, you have to think, okay, I got to put this in my body every day. And when we talk about vitamin C or ascorbic acid, another name for it, what we want to understand is what does the body really use it for? What are the chief functions of it? Well, vitamin C is going to be a predominant antioxidant, like one of the most important antioxidants that you could ever have. It's a gift from God and that it helps to regenerate another antioxidant, vitamin E. And then as it regenerates other antioxidants, like a vitamin E, vitamin E is going to play a role in helping to regenerate an antioxidant that your body actually makes called glutathione. So it's amazing when you get into the biochemistry about how when one domino falls in the right direction, so many other things, there's this wonderful, beautiful biochemical cascade that happens at the cellular level that really inspires the optimal functioning of the cell, the cell to do what it's designed to do. Well, vitamin C is also essential for iron absorption. So it's going to play a great role in helping to build strong blood cells. It's going to play an essential role in helping to strengthen the blood and make sure that your 
red blood cells can bind oxygen and carry carbon dioxide away to manage your body's overall net effect pH, but also to deliver that oxygen to your cells so that your cells can use the oxygen and produce energy. So vitamin C doesn't directly involved in energy production, but it, it provides the delivery of, of oxygen indirectly so that energy can be made. So it still does play a role in the energy production process. Vitamin C is also going to be there to improve immune performance. Vitamin C as an antioxidant, you want to think of antioxidants in their ability to essentially kill infections before they can become infections. So this is an important thing to understand. A exposure to a virus per se doesn't become an infection until that virus crosses into a cell and starts to take over normal cell functioning, kind of like the experimental genetic modification shots are doing, right? So you can think of those experimental genetic modification shots as an infection, because that's how your body perceives it. Well, what vitamin C does is it helps to kill infections before they become infections. So when they're still just exposures. So outside of the cell, before they co-opt and infect the cell, it's just an exposure. But getting into the cell, co-opting cell function, it becomes an infection. All right. So vitamin C is going to be essential at helping the immune system prevent infection because it's going to kill things before they can get into the cell. So that takes some burden off your immune system. Your immune system is like, hey, thanks. And that's what, what antioxidants do. That's why plant-based foods, organic plant-based foods are so awesome because you're putting all these antioxidants into your body. So the foods are actually helping to kill infections before the infections can become infections. And that's why we say an organic plant-based diet is an immune system's best friend. Vitamin C is also going to be essential for collagen, wound healing, right? For helping to heal things up. So if you're like, hey, I injured somebody, it's taken a long time to heal. That's usually a sign of vitamin C deficiency. It's also going to be essential for neurotransmitter formation. So that's going to mean that, <clears throat> forgive me, your immune, your, excuse me, your neurotransmitters, how you think depend upon vitamin C. And it's also going to be very, very essential very, very essential for cortisol formation. Cortisol is a major primary hormone that your adrenals make to give you energy. Your body will use cortisol and thyroid hormone to really ignite the mitochondria into producing a lot of energy at the cell level. You got to have cortisol, uh, got to have it, right? And it's, of course, gets depleted under stress. So if we've been under stress, like we have the last two years, we're going to be burning through vitamin C like crazy. And that's if we're even getting enough. And here's the last thing that's so important about vitamin C, especially with SARS-CoV-2. It makes blood vessels more pliable so that blood vessels can handle changes in pressure and they can heal up any damages that are coming on. That's why vitamin C is such an essential part of healing from SARS-CoV-2 infection and any infection because it helps heal up the blood vessels. So, so many things, right? Now, the government is gonna say that you only need about 90 <laughs> milligrams, right? 90 milligrams of vitamin C, that's preposterous. That's the high RDA, recommended dietary allowance for men. That's ridiculous. That's the bare minimum you need to stave off obvious vitamin C deficiency diseases, okay? What you really need in this chemical age, in this 5G age now, 
is to be taking in 3,000 to 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C per day. This is what I've been using on patients for over 20 years, 3,000 to 5,000 milligrams. Now, of course, discuss that with your doctor, with your medical team. Don't just go run out and do stuff, right? Although I will say I have zero instances in over 20 years of practice of 3,000 to 5,000 milligrams being problematic for anyone, but that doesn't mean that it isn't possible, especially with the G6PD deficiency. We'll talk about that in the next segment. <clears throat> well, some signs that you might be deficient in vitamin C, fatigue for what we talked about. You might, it might inhibit your body's ability to make new red blood cells. Poor concentration, right? Neurotransmitter deficiencies, slow wound healing, proline is, uh, excuse me, vitamin C, proline, silica are essential in your body making scar tissue to start to heal up and draw the tissues that might be damaged together. Like if you twist your ankle or there's a little cut on your body, you need vitamin C to heal that up. If you get sick all the time, if you're always getting infected, or if you're long hauling and you're not you know, overcoming an infection. That's a sign of vitamin C deficiency. Here's another good one. Bleeding gums when you brush your teeth. Bleeding gums are a sign of infection underneath the gum line. But if you brush your teeth and or if your breath just stinks all the time because you do have bleeding gums, I don't mean that offensively. I mean that in, in, in love, all right? That if your gums are bleeding, that's a sure sign of nutrient deficiency. And the nutrient Deficiency is vitamin C. You need more vitamin C and a lot of it. Constant lung infections and strokes. Strokes are signs of severe vitamin C deficiency, right? It's pretty, pretty, it's well documented. Now, the CDC has known about deficiencies, right? When they say, well, hey, you're an adult, you only need about 90 milligrams a day. That's all you need, right? That's nonsense. I mean, they, they will recommend as high as 200 for smokers but that's nothing. Remember, vitamin C has to be replenished every day. If you're taking 200 milligrams, only a small percentage of that's getting into the bloodstream anyway. So you're essentially taking nothing. That's why it's so revolting to me to, when I realized the CDC has known this information in what they term NHANES, nutritional analysis studies. They've known since 2016 that 37 to 46% of Americans are deficient in the bare minimum amounts of vitamin C the 90 milligram to 200 milligram range. Do you know how many Americans, what percentage of Americans are deficient in the actual therapeutic amount of vitamin C needed every day? Roughly 99%. Americans need 3,000 to 5,000 milligrams per day just to maintain health. We're not even talking about recovery from major injuries or recovery from gene modification. You need a lot of vitamin C. Linus Pauling won a Nobel prize for this, right? You need a lot of vitamin C. He was advocating for 10,000 um, milligrams of vitamin C per day. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. So it's laughable when the CDC, which is supposed to be about prevention, right? It's the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. That's a part of their name. And they have this information about severe deficiencies in vitamin C across an entire population and they do nothing to address it. They say, ah, yeah, just keep taking, you know, 90 milligrams. That should get it done. Never mind that we live in this chemical age where you need to be 3,000 to 5,000 milligrams. And never mind that 99% of Americans are nowhere near getting 3,000 to 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C a day. Watch your health skyrocket with just that one little shift, particularly if you're taking your B complex every day 
and driving energy production. Remember, water-soluble vitamins have to be replenished every single day. Now, where did we see this play out really well? Well, let's go all the way back to March of 2020. In March of 2020, there was a really great study done um, that my dear friend, Dr. Paul Anderson, uh, who is the foremost authority in the world on the administration of vitamin C, uh, IV vitamin C. And I will do my best to bring him on, see if he has some time to come and do an interview at some point, because I, I would love to listen to what he has to share about IV vitamin C a little bit more. He, he alerted me to this, this case that happened in Wuhan in February, March of 2020. In Wuhan, there were 50 cases out of 358 cases of moderate to severe COVID-19 infection. And they decided to treat those 50 cases with intravenous vitamin C, intravenous ascorbic acid. What they found was that by treating with high dose IV vitamin C, all 50 patients were able to successfully manage cytokine storms. So this is another thing that vitamin C does. It helps manage the communication because cytokines are how the cells communicate that, hey, we got some problems and we need some help. Managing that process, vitamin C helps improve that communication so that the cytokine storm can't happen. So the, the body can't freak out and say, let's go into a hyper-inflammatory state and really flood organs like lungs with too much blood that can kind of make it difficult to breathe, right? So 50 out of 50 cases using IV vitamin C were able to prevent cytokine storms. 50 out of 50 cases improved. 50 out of 50 all recovered, zero mortality in the intravenous ascorbic acid um, vitamin C group. Remember, these are moderate to severe infections and all 50 survived. Additionally, there were no side effects reported from any of the patients in the IVAA group. I'll put this link to it in the, to the article so you can verify what I'm saying. Always verify. Uh, we'll put that in the show notes. After the COVID-19, um, the patients had a, uh, after COVID-19 patients had a 30 day hospital stay, but on average, the um, COVID-19 patients who had received the IV vitamin C had on average a um, 25 to 27 day hospital stay. So they recovered faster than the other cohort, than the other group. And the cost of the treatment per day came out to anywhere from 12 to 24 dollars. 12 to 24 dollars per person per day in the hospital, or I should say per administration of IV vitamin C, to guarantee zero mortality, 50 out of 50 recoveries. Right? Isn't that great news? Isn't that what we should all be doing cartwheels about? Shouldn't that news, this is from March, 2020. Shouldn't that have been just sent out throughout the world? Yes, it should have. But instead, the doctor who did this, Dr. Cheng, who was the head of this study and who put this out on YouTube was immediately censored by YouTube. They immediately took the video down. They took it down as misinformation. An actual clinical trial performed in a hospital in the epicenter with a 50 out of 50 recovery rate was said to be misinformation. 
So now that should tell you everything you need to know about this. This had nothing to do with people being healthy. It had everything to do with getting the mRNA shots out because they knew the mRNA would modify genome and that they would get what they wanted. The first genetically modified humans. That's what's happening right now. If this vitamin C, IV vitamin C is used globally from March, 2020 forward, there is no pandemic. <laughs> it's, it, there is nothing, they have nothing. There is no lockdowns, there's nothing, there's no fear, there's no masking, there's nothing, right? That's how awesome IV vitamin C, especially in what Peter McCullough, Dr. McCullough would call early treatment is. It's how amazing it is, especially if you couple it with vitamin D administration, you get the vitamin D levels up. It's a not, it's a no brainer. And if you give the body, oh, heaven forbid, some vitamin B complex and some minerals to help support energy production. Oh my God. Now people are recovering even faster and we're saving even more money on this money that was stolen from, in our case, the American taxpayer. Well, is there a potential downside? Sure. There's a potential downside to vitamin C. You can take too much. And what happens if you take too much, you start having loose stools. That's the sign that you're taking too much. So some people, because, you know, we get have Americans and all Americans think more is better. Well, doc, if you said three to 5,000 milligrams are really, really good, that's what you take. And that's what you give your patients. Then I should take, and Linus Pauling said 10,000. Well, shoot, I should probably take 20,000 a day. Well, yeah, if you want to have some loose stools, <laughs> you go right ahead. Because that's another thing that vitamin C does, just like magnesium and fiber and water, it helps promote bowel movements right? So it can be really effective for people who are constipated. But if you're having diarrhea, you might, might be thinking, oh, maybe I took a little bit too much and I need to back off. So just because we always get in the last thing here, and we're going to take a break. But you know, we always get folks who are like, well, I want to get everything from my food. Well, I, I, I do too. I would love to never take a, a supplement, but that's just not real. That's not reality. That's not how anything works. All right. You know, we live in a chemical age. Where we're being assaulted, literally assaulted every day with chemicals and we need extra nutrients to help get them out. We're in, we're in a different age. We're in an age that humanity has never lived in before where there's chemical pollution everywhere uh, and that it's getting into our bodies, whether we like it or not. And that in addition to that, there's radio frequencies, radio waves and 5G, all this other crap that we have to deal with. Uh, just in addition to the regular stress, Oh, and by the way, now, if, if you've gotten the experimental shots, you're genetically modified. So now you have that problem that you have to deal with. You see what I'm saying? We're in uncharted waters here, people. So I would love to get everything from my foods, but remember water-soluble vitamins have to be replaced every day. If we have a target goal of 3,000, 5,000 milligrams, we can look at our foods and go, okay, well, can I get that from my foods? Because now you can just let the numbers, numbers answer themselves. Well, a papaya, if you eat a whole papaya, you're going to get about 187 milligrams. So you would roughly need to eat, let's say it's 200 milligrams, right? You'd roughly need to eat, let's see, five to get a thousand, 15. You need to eat 15 papayas a day, right? So you're not getting that therapeutic amount from papayas alone. Bell peppers have roughly 174 uh, milligrams of vitamin C. Broccoli, 123 milligrams. These are the highest vitamin C containing foods. Now, vitamin C, you start cooking it, bell peppers, broccoli, you're destroying the vitamin C. So, all right. So you got to eat it in raw form. And you start getting an idea for just how much of that you'd have to eat to get into a therapeutic amount. That's why vitamin C has to be supplemented because it's water soluble and you can't get to the amount your cells need on a daily basis to exist within this chemical assault 
that they're under every single day, right? So it makes it pretty important. But what it does is it sets us up. And when we come back to talk about IV vitamin C and how we get higher doses into people, especially people who are in need, people who are injured, people who are in major disease processes and why IV vitamin C should be that assistance, right? So folks, we'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years. Brush, floss, repeat. We're told to use fluoride, which doesn't really address the acid-creating bacteria. That is where the dentist-recommended Spry Dental Defense System shines. Spry products contain xylitol, a natural sugar, which helps get rid of those nasty, smelly, acid-creating bacteria in our mouth. The best way to care for your teeth and gums is by using Spry. The Spry Dental Defense System has a wide variety of products, toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and chewing gums that are designed to work together to keep your teeth clean and mouth healthy and smelling sweet all day long. To get your oral care back on track in an easy, effective, and very tasty way, switch to Spry today. Ask your dentist about Xylitol and the Spry products. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural product retailers. spirit of American liberty and justice is woven into the soul of America out loud. Now we invite you friends to invest some of your time with our magnificent family of experts, their minds and voices. It's all back at AmericaOutloud.com. Liberty and justice for all. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Well, I, I've been really excited right now at this time in, in medicine because I never thought we were going to have an opportunity where so many um, healthcare practitioners were interested in naturopathic medicine and our principles. You know, our, our first one is do no harm, right? Um, I, I never thought I'd see so many people interested in wanting to use things like IV vitamin C and IV nutrients and, and to start educating their patients on what eating healthy really is. So uh, by the way, if you haven't already done so, go to energetichealthinstitute.org uh, and you can download for free our ebook on um, the art of eating healthy. We're going to give you 16 principles on what eating healthy is. And we're actually uh, almost done filming on a, uh, on a new course on the art of being healthy. So we can take you in short videos and show you what it looks like, you know, take and record this in, of course, in the kitchen and everything and show you how easy it is to eat healthy. It takes some discipline, but it's easy. And here's the cool part. It's delicious <laughs> and it makes you feel good, you know, too, but we want to take out that amb ambiguity because so many people say, Oh, well, doc, I eat healthy. And then I start asking them, really? So what, what do you eat? And they're like, well, I choose chicken instead of beef. I go to Chick-fil-A instead of McDonald's. And it's like, all right, well, we have a lot of education that we need to do. <laughs> and, and that's pretty exciting. But uh, I wouldn't say that you eat healthy just yet, but you will. All right. Well, when we get into this kind of stuff, um, you know, the IV vitamin C, uh, I, I've had some really awesome practitioners coming to me and, uh, and asking me, 
what they can do. Like, Hey doc, I know you know how to do this stuff. We even, we were never trained in this and, and we would love to know how to use it. And I said, okay, well, let me help put together some basic things that we're doing right now in the work with the folks that have been injured by the genetic modification shots. Let me show you what we've, we're doing and the thought process with it. And I'm going to share some of that with you today. Okay. I'm going to share that with you so that you kind of understand the, the thinking behind, you know, really all of this. And, uh, and I hope if you're a practitioner out there and you're interested in doing it, that you will, you know, that you'll consider what I'm sharing with you. But I also hope you'll do get, give yourself some more education because there's so much to learn because there's so many subtle nuances to give your client your or your patient the best experience that they can have. If you're a person that's out there interested in as like becoming a patient and saying, Hey, I, I, I you know, want to make sure I want to find a doctor or somebody that's doing this. There's plenty of mobile I, um, IV people that now all throughout in most major cities and things like that, that will come to your home and do it. It's not cheap. All right. So be ready to spend some coin, but it can be incredibly effective. Okay. So there's a lot to it. So I'm going to share some of the basics today and these aren't hard and fast rules. And there are of course exceptions, but that's why you should always work with somebody like a Dr. Paul Anderson, um, who really knows what they're doing or a Dr. Russell Mars, you know, or, or, or myself, you know, you should work with people who really, really know what they're doing. We're working to help train a bunch of nurses right now on how to do this. And so I think, uh, the American Frontline Nurses, Nicole and Julia's group is going to be really leaders um, in, in using this as in a therapeutic way for what we're intending. So I'm um, really excited about them. And I love that organization, those people so much. So check them out, American Frontline Nurses. Well, when we look at, um, when, when we look at uh, this, this process, what's so important for us is to make sure that we are being safe first. So we, we've put together a vitamin C concept. I don't know if I'm going to share this or not for the public. I, I get concerned about sharing something like this because sharing something like this uh, with the public, you know, could be misused real easy. And we don't want to see anybody getting hurt, of course. Well, the first thing that we talk about is we talk about prep preparing the, the body to receive the therapy, right? So this is where we make sure that um, patients are on vitamin C with bioflavonoids um, to help their blood vessels and help make sure their blood vessels are very strong and, and can handle, you know, any kind of IV therapy. So we make sure they're on 3000 to 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C with bioflavonoids every day for about a week. We make sure that they're on omega-3 fatty acids, usually about triple the recommended dosage if a patient has some neurologic symptoms or any signs of demyelination. So we will take whatever the recommended amount of omega-3 fatty acids is and triple it somewhere in there. And what happens is the essential fatty acids get embedded into the um, blood vessels and they make the blood vessels more pliable, more, re more resilient. And then we also use quercetin about 500 to 2000 milligrams a day it reduces the inflammatory effect, but it also quercetin helps to strengthen blood vessels as well, because it's another bioflavonoid. Uh, so what you're thinking of is make the blood vessel stronger for about seven days and really prepare someone for therapy. We also run a glucose six um, PD test to make sure that a person is qualified to receive IV Vitamin C therapy, I think it's something everybody should run. Don't make the assumption because a person is an Asian that they may not that they may not have glucose 6PD deficiency. So um, 
you know, just be safe, right? So run the test and make sure they're in range. Most people will be, it's, it's, but it's just that confirmatory test so you don't miss something obvious. And then we get into thought processes, thought processes of, you know, more is not better. Better is better. So we get these people, there's, there's some docs, and I know Paul Anderson and uh, Dr. Mars and, and people in my nat- great naturopaths have used higher doses, but they build their patients up to use these super high doses of vitamin C. And, you know, I also have a, a point where I say, you know, at what point are we just putting vitamin C in and it's just going to be urinated out, you know, we, that we're wasting vitamin C. And so for us, I, I look for what's the, what's the perfect amount of vitamin C for a patient to take in a day, given their unique situation. And, you know, and we get the maximum effect without wasting any of the, of the product or, or you know, or and wasting any money, right? Well, for, for me, if I have somebody that is going to be doing IV therapies every single day, the first thing we do is we get a um, pick line or a port installed, right? So that we can have regular access to their central line. And that gives us a lot more room for error with osmolarity. We can go up and to higher osmolarities for the IVs. I mean, you see, there, there's some nuance here. Um, but if a person's just getting one a week, they can just go with the peripheral blood vessels and, and that would just be a little butterfly needle that, and that's the most common one, but that one, the osmolarity has to be spot on. You can't really go above because you risk blowing out the blood vessel, rupturing the blood vessel, right? So you have to consider these things because this isn't a toy. This is somebody's life, right? So when we, when we look at it, um, you know, it really depends on the situation. If it's, if a person's doing daily vitamin C's, then I might go with lower amounts because I know that I'm going to be getting vitamin C into them orally. I know I'm going to be getting vitamin C into them through the, um, through the blood vessels, through the IV. And so, and they're, if they're getting a lot every day, I don't really need to go into the super high amounts, like 25 grams and higher kind of amounts in a, in a single administration, because there's, it's just diminishing returns. I don't need to do it. But if a person's only getting one a week, maybe I do go into the 25 and then let their oral, you know, vitamin C take over. You see, you have to, you have to think about what's happening. You know, what's your intended goal? What do you want to occur at the cell level? And that'll guide you. But one of my concerns that I'm seeing is people saying more is better. So that like, Hey, I'm going to give them right out of the gate. 25, 30 grams of vitamin C. It's like, well, is that person prepared? Is that body prepared to handle that? It's a lot of vitamin C, you know? So, you know, maybe you build up to that. Maybe you start with 10 grams of vitamin C in the first week and then move up to 20 and you see how they're feeling. And maybe you find out when you do that, you don't need to go up to 30 grams. You don't need to just blast the system with a lot of vitamin C you know, because it's not just one therapy that's going to win the day. It's the orchestration, the collaboration of therapies and the, and additional nutrients that's going to win the day. It's not just one, there's no magic bullet out there. And I think that's the reason to make sure you're not in this mentality of more is better, right? More is not better. Better is better. So what we've, what we've done is I've shared with some really awesome um, doctors and people and, and nurses uh, a preliminary kind of strategy that we've been using um, in our phase one 
uh, rejuvenation uh, for people who've been injured by the genetic modification. Um, and so what it starts out with is in week one is roughly about um, eight grams of vitamin C. Um, but in the IV, we also use things like bicarbonate and calcium gluconate and magnesium sulfate and potassium chloride and selenium and zinc in a sterile water um, bag. We do this because it's, we want to make sure the micro minerals are present and getting delivered to the cell as well, because we're creating a really optimized alkaline environment around the cell so the cell can maximize the use of the vitamin C and those micro minerals as well. And some of those are macro minerals to the potassium is a macro mineral. See, you have to understand, we're gonna be teaching you about this, okay, in the coming weeks. You have to understand the cells need a specific environment to thrive. So our duty isn't to chase the disease. Our duty is to give the cells everything that they need to heal because that's where God exists within you, right? There's a reason everything works without you having to do anything except provide the building blocks for the cell to do its job. There's a reason the cell is pre-programmed to heal itself. That's God at work. Now we can get into the specific pathways and methylation and acetylation and glutathione pathway and you know, and what's going on in the epigenetics and, and, you know, what's happening with the CB1 receptors and their stimuli. We can get into all of that, right? That's, that's science, but don't mistake that that science we're talking about isn't, wasn't put there by God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, <laughs> you have to really, there's an, there's an awe that's existing that exists within your cells at all times. There's an awe, like just a, a majesty that exists within each and every cell you possess at all times. And that's what these evildoers want to get to. They want to get to, and you just have to listen to Carrie Madej's work. Dr. Madej is all over this. They just want to modify your DNA to disconnect you from God. But here's the fun part. Can't do that. Can't do that. Because God is always working within your cells to heal. To heal the cell. So what do we need to do? We need to give those cells what they need to invoke the healing potential that God has placed within them uh, at, you know, at all times. Let me say that to you again. I think that's one of the best ways I can say that. Our duty is to give the cells everything they need, nutrients, proper pH environment, um, love, positive thoughts. Our duty is to give the cell everything it needs so it can invoke the healing potential God has already placed within your cells. God exists within your cells. It's one of the most beautiful experiences of my life, the studying I'm doing right now, going through and seeing, wow, this is why faith works. I can show you exactly how negative thinking um, and victimhood becomes physical protein-based disease in your cell. I can show you that through genetics. I can show you that. And how does that happen? Because God made that possible, right?
So what we do with the IV vitamin Cs is we put in not just um, vitamin C, but we put a few other things in there to support the vitamin C. And then what we do is from week one to week two, we build up, we build up from eight grams of vitamin C in week one to 10 grams of vitamin C in week two. And then we move up in week three to up to like 15 grams of vitamin C. And then we see where we're at. You know, maybe we're at a place where, maybe we're at a place where, yeah, you don't need it. You don't need to go above that. Maybe you do. But as a practitioner, you'll know, and because you walked the patient up, they were getting progressively healthy to be able to handle higher doses of vitamin C administered intravenously. It just makes sense, right? So you keep in mind that you can get more done with a pick line and a port or a port, but those are also procedures. They have to be placed and not everybody wants to go through those. So, you know, if you're not, if you don't have access to the central line, uh, to the central vein with pick or a port line, you have to move slower. You have to move more cautiously. And that's why you want to move in this kind of mentality. Just slowly, move slowly. There's no rush. God's there. There's no rush, right? So um, we also talk about not using folate or cyanocobalamin, especially in people with MTHFR disorders. Um, we also talk about, you know, you know, osmolarity, it needs to be between 280 and 310 or as close to that as you can get it. Sometimes you go a little bit above, but you watch your patient, but you can go way above that in a pick or a port line. You can go up to like 1200. You can, some people say you can go up to 2000 in osmolarity in a, in a port. Uh, I would never do that, but you might be able to. But the idea is still the same. Put the cell in the best environment for healing and healing will happen. And then there's one little other nuance. I've seen some people using glutathione. We tried it ourselves and it was not successful. Um, we've seen people using glutathione or N-acetylcysteine in their IVs and having some serious adverse reactions occur. And my personal opinion today is that's because we're using glutathione and NAC in these injury cases. And I'm talking specifically about gene modification injury um, is that we're using it too soon that we are gonna be able to use glutathione and NAC once we get people out of the first stage, uh, first phase of, of the healing process, which is rejuvenating the cell and the cell environment, and into the second phase of the healing process, which is autophagocytosis and, and uh, detoxification. So it's important to understand that we can get a lot done right? With IV vitamin C, but we want to be safe. So I hope this kind of helps hone some people in and give some thoughts going um, that, you know, keep it simple at the beginning, give the patient vitamin C and some minerals bicarbonate is going to help a lot too, you know, but give some basic balance to what's going on in here. If you notice it was vitamin C with sodium bicarbonate with potassium, with calcium gluconate, with magnesium, with selenium, with zinc. It was giving the cell the things that it's going to need to produce a really healthy environment. And then what you find out is not only do you not need as much vitamin C, but you also get a better effect out of the cell because you're giving the cell everything it needs to engage the healing mechanisms God has placed within it. 
been a fun show. I'm so thrilled to share this information. I'm so thrilled that you're interested in this information. And so I, I'm, I'm grateful to you for sharing it. I'm grateful to you for, for your curiosity. I, I will do my very best to always um, bring you information that you can trust, information that's effective, information that's safe. Uh, for you to use. Uh, all of those things are, are dear to my heart, but it means so much to me that you care about something like IV vitamin C because it's something worth caring about. IV uh, vitamin C is a wonderful therapy and it, it should be utilized. Uh, it should also be respected for its proven healing potential. So let's make sure we're using it safely to create the most effective environment for the cell to heal itself. Remember the cell heals itself, but it needs the tools to do so. And remember that when you're using IV vitamin C, even though it's a major part of the larger treatment approach, it's still just a part. There's more to this than just, hey, I'm gonna take IV vitamin C and everything's gonna get better. No, there's more to it than that. It's applicable to every major healing process, but there's more to it. For example, if you don't give your mitochondria all the nutrients they need, you'll never have the energy production required to get the most out of any IV therapy, including IV vitamin C, right? So you have to understand what's happening at the cell level. And that's what I'm going to be bringing to you in ways that are very easy to understand. We're not going to bog you down with a lot of um, the deeper stuff. I'll, I'll provide that for people who want it, but I want to get this information out to you. So we're going to be releasing three courses at uh, Energetic Health Institute over the next couple of weeks, the art of fasting, the art of eating healthy, and the art of cellular healing because I think these are gonna be three keys for all healthcare uh, professionals and all uh, people to understand. And so we wanna make it easy conceptually for you to understand it and, uh, and for you to start getting immediate results with it. I mean, that's really where it's at. Um, so we're really honored to bring that to you. I can't wait to announce that it's ready and you can go and start learning um, because education is freedom. I mean, that's really where it's at. Remember that our path to victory has four divine challenges for us all to take no offense, to speak truth, to be selfless, and to remain humble. And maybe in this way, we can be the greatest energy that always prevails, right? May our creator shine his divine light down upon us, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warm embrace. Next week, we'll talk with Dr. Judy Mikovits about what people can do to get the genetic modification from the experimental shots out of their chromosomes. We're gonna to have to start having this honest conversation. It's what my team's working to solve. And Dr. Judy has been just so gracious with her time and her wisdom. And I love her so much. Um, we are so lucky to have her. So I, I'm excited to share her wisdom with you next week. And um, you get, don't miss that show folks. All right, she's gonna blow your mind. And uh, of course, we hope to see you in an upcoming class at the Energetic Health Institute. Uh, until next week, I'm Dr. Henry Ely for Energetic Health Radio and the Energetic Health Institute. And I say to you, aloha and adios.